welcome, welcome to another edition of Out the Box Talks. I am your host, Krill. I am so excited for today's episode. You guys have been rocking with me for a minute. You know, every time I start the show, I say welcome, welcome, right, to Out the Box episode blank, blank, right? So I am happy to be at this point where I can say welcome to Out the Box Talks episode 100. I've been I've been waiting for this moment all year and I'm so excited to do this episode live. Most people know if you've been checking the shows that I don't do Out the Box Talks episodes live. I might have done it a couple times in the past, but I usually don't do it live, but I had to think about all that I have done this year and the years prior because Out the Box Talks 100 episode is a cumulation of about three years, three seasons of Out the Box Talks. So uh, I'm really excited to be at this point. I want to thank everyone that's tuning in, all of the supporters of Out the Box, all of the fans, the followers, the people that rock with me. Yo, like y'all mean everything to this platform, man. Uh, it, it means so much. So I have a special show that I have dedicated, you know, for this celebratory event today. I have some artist guests that will be joining me tonight. And we're going to talk about a number of things. We're going to talk about just the, the recap of Out the Box Talks, the history, and also the plans that I have moving forward, you know, for Out the Box. So... Thank you for being here. If you're tuning in right now live, I encourage you to like the video, share it if you can, so we can get this algorithm popping. You know, the interesting thing about this platform is I got 3,000 subscribers. I made 3,000 subscribers this year after 13 years of being on YouTube, right? And for some reason, when I go live, it doesn't hit, not even a, 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 a nice fraction of my subscribers so i don't know what that's about but uh the good thing is that once this video is finished going live tonight it'll stay up so that other people can catch it but in the meantime definitely like and share the video if you can all right to all of my guests that's backstage if you could just mute your mic in the meantime i appreciate it but we're gonna bring y'all along we're gonna have a good time and again thank y'all for being here for the 100th Out the Box Talks episode. So I want to start by um, bringing in a, uh, a, 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 a guest of mine who has been rocking with me on the platform for quite some time. Uh, shout out to my brother A-Lev, who is here as well. I don't know if he's on the screen yet, but uh, I'm going to bring in my brother Mark, who's another supporter of out the box so i want to bring these two brothers in first because they have been rocking with me for quite some time right a level definitely from the beginning of out the box talks and my brother mark who has been holding it down with me uh for the last couple of years as well you know we usually do you know music review shows we talked about Nas's king's disease album a few times we talked about the the verses with big daddy kane and krs1 so we come together to do these these shows that deal with topics that relate to current events in hip-hop and i, I want to bring these brothers on first so let me give a warm welcome for my brothers <laughs> let 
Let me introduce my brothers, my brother A-Level and my brother Mark for being here. I thank y'all for rocking with me for Out the Box, man. I'm so happy that y'all are sharing this stage with me. You know what I mean? So thank you for being here. How are y'all doing tonight, man? What does it feel like to be participating with me for this event? Yo, it feels phenomenal, bro. It feels phenomenal. This is a buck right here, right? Indeed, this, indeed. This, this this is a hundred, hundred hundredth episode. It feels an honor and a phenomenal feeling to be a part of such a land breaking, uh, trailblazing franchise. You know what I'm saying? And this is exactly what this is. This is this is a legacy that I'm honored to be a part of. That uh, you brought me into this crew. Like, well, what what we going on? Thirteen. 14 years 13 years brother yeah 13 years the very from the very first movement with 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 with, um with buckshot interviewing buckshot you know when we were doing out the box video you know out the box tv we're from out the box tv to manifest into the 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 podcasting and then eventually out the box talks with my good brother funk doctor mark you know what i'm saying and um I, I am totally inspired by what you're doing, bro. I mean, it, it, it goes beyond words, man. I mean, who goes from, you know, entrepreneur to a broadcaster to podcaster to author to uh, recording artist to beat maker all in one year? Word. <laughs> you know Word. Wow, right? Wow. It's crazy. Indeed, man. So, um, like I said, man, A-Level, you have been with me from the beginning. And I was just thinking about that earlier today. And I was just like, man, yo, you know, when we started Out the Box Talks, it was in the frame of an internet radio station I had launched, Out the Box Radio. And shout out to my other brother, Kelvin, who was a part of Out the Box Talks. And when we first started Out the Box Talks, it wasn't really an interview, artist interview show. It was more of a show that we were paying homage to the pioneers of hip-hop. And we were also, um, you know, talking about current events in hip-hop that related to pushing the culture of hip-hop forward. So I want to give people just that, that history about Out the Box Talks. But... In the last couple of years, it turned into me doing more artist interviews, man. So, but I did just wanted to say that so that people have a history of how Out the Box started. Mark, welcome, my brother. Welcome. Peace. Welcome, y'all. <clears throat> welcome. Yeah, man. I'm just I'm just happy to be part of it, man. I really, you know, I'm 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 a big fan, big supporter. Um, you know, happy to be a contributor. Um you know, it's just been a, been a beautiful thing, man. It's just something that's been needed. Um, so, um, so, um, you know, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just happy to be a part of it, man. I mean, I remember, I remember Al telling me about you for, for a minute. I remember seeing your work online and really it was, um, you know, when I first started seeing you, it was like, the, it, obviously the internet wasn't really popping like that. So just to see like the vision, and you, you, you really, you know, position yourself for, for, for um, success and really just the, the, the clarity and knowing where this thing was going to go. And sometimes probably not even really knowing where it's going to go, but um, um, just being at this state right now where it's just, you know, 
it's just so abundant. This thing has really just blossomed into so many different interfaces, so many different mediums, so many different art forms. Um, and, you know, I mean, of course, we support you to the end. Al, of course, you know, big bro, Al, always there for support. But we really see you, like, putting it on your back and really doing, like, just not really waiting for anybody to, like, you know, give you that 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 leg up, that hand up, that, that, that um, you know, that pass, just you really go, going out there and doing it. Um, so it's just, you know, just that motivation has been driven you and, 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 you know, I, I wish you like more blessings for, for, for the new year. So, um, happy for you, brother. I'm glad, I'm glad we're at one zero zero. Indeed. Indeed. And listen, man, thank you again. I know it's only been like a couple years since me and you have connected, but you've been dedicated to the platform and I appreciate your support wholeheartedly brother i'm saying that right now for everybody to hear appreciate your support as well, well as you my brother a level yeah man i, I thought about that too because you know we really like our bond has been str strong but it's really just a testament of like you know the movement the 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 subject matter the art form the culture it's a great connector so you know two brothers who who you know didn't know each other three four years ago with, with thickest thieves right now is and it's really because of the culture and and you know our belief system, you know, our, our ethics, you know, our tastes, all those come together in gel. And that's just the, the importance of, of, of the subject matter is really because it, it has the ability. It really is a great connector and a unifier. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's just just more more, you know, testament, more motivation to just keep doing promoting what you're doing and make the keep those connections strong. Indeed, indeed. And yeah. You know, and, so. and it's the beauty of music, too. Right. The fact that hip hop has brought us together in a way that we can commune. You know, we be on text, sharing texts of our new music and dope mm. new hip hop. Like we, all three of us are like really true fans of the culture of hip hop. You know, A, -A Level is like the brother that, he, 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 that rich history of, 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 of how hip hop started and just the authentic roots of hip hop. He brings that, but we all bring something special, man. And I think that's what has kept us connected. The love for this thing, hip hop, the culture of it, we've stayed connected, man. So we are living testament to hip hop culture, bringing inspiration and, 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 and you know, and, and happiness, man. And I just want to say for you, um, Krill, like, um, you are the 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 Ralph McDaniel's of this um underground independent hip hop new age scene, man. You know what I mean? It takes men of vision like yourself, men of vision who are not afraid and who unapologetically go after that vision, pursue it, you know, uh, consistently, consistently, and relentlessly. So that people are always aware that there's something new and, and inspiring and positive out there. So I just want to salute you for that. You know what I mean? Because there has to be a gatekeeper that's there, that's mm -hmm. standing in the gap for stuff like that. You don't really have too many people that stand there willing to stand in the gap and really constantly trying to put out content out there on new artists out there. Appreciate that, brother, and much, much respect and gratitude to VJ Ralph McDaniels, man. Somebody that I, you know, we talked about this in a previous episode, like where we um we all grew up kind of looking at him on Video Music Box and all the amazing work he does. So much respect to him, man. It's an honor to even be recognized in that light, man. I still got 
a long way to go though <laughs> before Ralph's you know um to to get to where Ralph is but I much respect and gratitude to Ralph McDaniels. So I want to do this, fellas, because we got a lot of people backstage, and I am so thankful to the artists that have shown up tonight. It um, it means a lot to me, man. Like, you know, these artists have been artists who've supported me, you know, beyond just the interviews, you know, always, like, you know, sh liking, sharing posts, you know, um, commenting, you know, all of this stuff, I really, really appreciate to have these guests on the show today. So I'm going to bring them in probably one by one or a few at a time so I don't, like, crowd up the screen too much. But um, I want to just start by saying I thank each and every uh, artist that has been on the platform since Out the Box Talks Episode 1. Um, all the way to episode 99. I couldn't have everyone as a guest today, but I tried to get, it's such a busy day, I tried to get as much people, you know, that I think would be able to make it on the show. So for the, those that are here, I really appreciate you. And all the other artists that I've interviewed, I thank you and appreciate you giving me the opportunity to connect with you. And hopefully the interview did something to inspire others to check for more of your music, right? Um, and, and really just help to enhance who you are as an artist. So, um, I want to start by bringing in a couple of the, uh, the 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 artist guests that we have here today. So, fellas, you guys can just mute your mic in the meantime. Um, and uh, let's so let's bring in brother Raw Poetic. What's good, Raw Poetic? And I'll bring in Damu at the same time. So these are these are two brothers that I got a chance to interview on the platform this year and they are some of the most talented hip hop artists that's out regardless of what you may already know or what you see is popularized these brothers have been doing it for quite some time in the underground scene and every time they put out music it's on a level of high quality. So I'm a, I'm very humbled to have them on the platform. What's good, Damu? What's good, Raw Poetic? What up, Quill? What up, Dave sure, Level Mark? Thank you. Thanks for the invitation. And yeah, thanks. thanks for doing that the interview earlier in the year. That was one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. And uh, I, I appreciate the memory. And it's, it's, we love this platform. I had to come. I had to be here. Definitely. Congratulations on 100 episodes, man. That's, that's dope. That's awesome. Thank you, brother. I mean, a hundred is hundred takes some time to get to, yeah. but it, it kind of feels a little surreal too to get here because I've been saying all year I'm gonna get here, right? And if I had to say what my motto has been all year was if I say I'm gonna do something, I need to do it. And that's been my motto all year. Like Crazy enough, like, you know, people say that sometimes, and I'm pretty sure I've said that a number of times in years before, but just didn't do it. That was my motto this year, and I feel like the majority of what I said I was going to do, I was able to do. So this 100th episode, I kept saying it was going to happen before the end of the year. I didn't know how it was going to look, but here it is, right? <laughs> yeah, it's here, man. <laughs> yeah, here Indeed. it is. <laughs> Indeed, man. So um, 
one of the things I wanted to do to have, you know, guests join the platform today is to like, you know, let the folks know kind of what's happening with y'all. You know, I want to give y'all the opportunity to kind of promote yourselves and talk about what's going on in your music right now or even with the releases that you guys put out earlier this year. So anything you want to share to the people out there that they should know? Um. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, initially you interviewed us both because uh, Raw Poetic had put out an EP featuring myself, um, Big Tiny Planet. You know, that came out uh, in the summertime. And, and yeah, I mean, we put out a couple records last year in uh, Ocean Bridges with Archie Shep and then uh, Moment of Change. And, I mean, you see, you see me, you see Raw Poetic, you see Raw Poetic, you see me. We got a lot of records in the works. So, um, I mean, first, and, and also before I, before I get too far away, thank you for giving us the opportunity to promote some of the things that we're working on. And uh, we're really excited about some of the, the, the new things coming in, in the new year as uh, we close out 2021. Uh, and I'll let Raw Poetic take over there. Yeah, uh, we got a lot of new stuff coming up. There's a new single coming out in a couple of weeks from an album I did uh, called... Uh, what is that album called? Laminated Skies. <laughs> Laminated Skies. We got a lot of albums. And uh, Laminated Skies comes out in March, and that'll be dope. And then Damo and Damo's executive producer on that. I produced the um, I produced the tracks on it. And um, and then we got yeah we got another one coming out after that, which is uh, yeah Space Beyond the Solar System. That's coming out in what summer? Early summer? Late spring? Yeah, I mean, because we got so many projects and then just, I guess, trying to schedule, trying to be organized, trying to plan and, and trying to uh, give some of these, uh, what's the word, robust ideas room to breathe, yeah. um, you know, for the consumer. Uh, yeah, we, we, we've kind of reorganized our schedule, you know, to try to maximize what we've been creating. So, uh, yeah, we're going to try to release as much music. Ho hopefully we can put out 100, 100 songs. Yeah, match a hundred episodes. Word. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like our first single, or, or actually a little bit more about Laminated Skies. It's actually uh, Raw Poetic's first official uh solo album uh that's coming out. It, it features, you know, I'm I'm, ha I'm I'm heavily featured in the record, and it features some of the same supporting cast from uh Ocean Bridges. Raw Poetic composed a lot of material produced everything i came in played a couple instruments it's all sample free and um you know it's we're, we're really excited about it because yeah he's he's been a diy musician with uh, a musician and released a lot of his records tons of them uh to date but this is his first official debut solo album on a, on a label so uh we're really excited about this and i'm, I'm proud of my brother wonderful man yeah, man, I'm looking forward to so much more that y'all have in store, man. The 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 two projects y'all put out this year. I know Damu, you had put out. I know y'all put out the project together, but then Damu, you put out another project that had Raw Poetic and a number of other MCs on it. That was one of the dopest projects. I, I the oh, name is escaping me. So just conversation piece. Say I, I'm the name. I'm forgetting about. <laughs> I'm losing track of my own records. Yeah, that's, I'll be forgetting names too. Man. <laughs> yeah, conversation piece. Yeah, that that was my last album. I was still dope. doing pretty well. Thanks for bringing that up. And um, yeah, we did. Yeah, Raw Poetic was featured on two two tracks there. That featured Blue and Nitty Scott and myself. Insight. Um. So yeah, we we, you know, got going into the vaults and 
going into our, uh, I guess, our minds right now to create a new archive, you know? Yes, man. So I look forward to what, you know, what else you guys got in store. So um, thank y'all for that. Um, I have some questions for y'all, though, and I'm, I want to bring in um, another person, too, as well. Uh, let's bring uh, let's bring uh, Big Stacks in. And for the other for the other guests, don't worry, I got you. I'm gonna bring you in. Just hold tight. Um, Big Stacks, how you doing, brother? Welcome, welcome. Oh, I'm good, brother. Um, thanks for inviting me in, and congratulations on your hundredth uh, episode. Love what you're doing, man. I appreciate you um, supporting the art form, man, and, and the culture. It, it's needed. Right, right. Thank you, brother. Now, Big Stacks and Nighttime they put out an album earlier this year that I got a chance to interview them for as well so um i you know big stacks has always been the type of brother that has been showing me love on ig you know when i put out the new album the other day my debut album he showed love so i remember you know you know and and and, and it's not just big stacks there's so many other artists but you know like i want to thank you for that brother you know what i mean and just staying connected as you know just fans of hip-hop man so it's a pleasure to have you here um, in a little bit, um, I'll give you, I'll open up the floor for you to tell the folks, um, what, you know, what, what else you got going on or what you got coming up in music, but let me bring in, uh, Sky Blue as well. Welcome brother Sky Blue. Hold on. Let me see. I got you muted. Sky Blue. Yo, what's yo. up brother? Welcome. Hey, what's man. going on fam? I'm good, man. So Sky Blue is one of the most recent interviews I did. And this brother has such a, a good energy, man. You know, very, very uplifting artist. I've been learning about his music for years, you know, um, and it was just really cool to be able to build with you the other day for uh, the interview, man. So happy that you're here. You just put out an album, right, with Navo the Maestro, right? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yo, thank you. Thank you, fam. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, that was one of my favorite interviews I've ever done, man, and people were keep going back to it and it's spreading around so that's it's really dope man thank you for the opportunity man indeed man and i have to say man i i made a post about this on twitter i want to say maybe a couple days ago a few days ago and i said the artist that i chose to interview this year i didn't i wasn't motivated by popularity i was motivated by talent and what felt right to me and that's what made me interview certain artists or reach out to them, right? And mm -hmm. I feel like that's important to me. Like, I sit and I just really, I when I go and I observe the music and I listen to the music, or if it's an artist like Sky Blue, who I've been hearing about for years, and I'm like, nah, now is the time. I got to get this brother. He just put out an album. So, um... I just wanted to share that in terms of how I chose to go after certain artists. There are artists I could have went after to interview, but I just, it just, my vibe had to be there. So I'm just sharing that for folks to know, like, you know, when I do these interviews, there's a, there's a connection that I have that uh, I, I really check in with how I feel about the artist. Does, does the music connect with me in a way like that? And I've said a number of times on this platform that, my focus is to showcase creative, thought-provoking, and conscious artists, right? Or artists that have some substance to their music, right? I know conscious is a word people try to stray away from. I don't have a problem with the word. Um, 
you know, but if you understand what I mean, like, I believe that this culture is an important culture and, you know, it, it needs to be treated with care. And with all the negativity that we see within hip hop, someone has to show the other side, right? So uh, a lot of the artists that I have interviewed, a lot of these artists that are on the platform, they fit in one of those forms. They're either, they're, their approach is very creative, they have a thought-provoking approach to their lyrics, um, or they bring some sort of substance that is relatable in their music. So, um, you know, I, I, I thank you all for doing that type of work and, and continuing to, to stay true to what resonates with you as an artist and not doing the trendy, right? <laughs> That's um, real. Hey, shout, shout out to you and, you know, what y'all do to represent and shine a light on consciousness and artists that has a message because, you know, that's kind of looked down upon, it seems, or it's not popular and everything like that. But most we got people that's still, you know, on the front lines that's trying to hold it down. And, you know, we have people like you that's really still trying to push it, you know, that's trying to help them get to get the message out to the people. you just as important as an artist, you know, so much, much respect to you for that, fam. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. So I got a couple questions. I got some questions for y'all. And. I guess as the other, any other guests that come in, just um, you, I'll bring you in, uh, because I'll bring you in on the on the screen. So I got some questions for y'all, as I usually do, right? <laughs> so, hey, hey, quick, yeah, Scott. Before you, before you ask, Chris, can I, can I, uh, can I be a fan for one quick second? Go ahead, brother. All right. <laughs> so, for one, uh, Damu, I'm a huge fan of your beats. I've always been a fan of your beats since like 2010, no, 2012. When I would hear your music on Bandcamp and everything like that, I had rapped to some like maybe two like years ago on like a mixtape I put out and stuff. But it was just like you know, your your music is dope and conversation piece is I've I've kept that in rotation. That's amazing. And um, thank you, raw poetic man. Uh, I'm affiliated with uh K Murdoch. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, that's that's, so, that's yeah, 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 man. Y'all grew uh, Ink is my drink. It's one of my yeah. favorite albums. So oh. I'm a fan as well. So it, it's dope just seeing this come together. So yeah, I'm a fan you. of you guys as well. So it's it's an honor to be, you know. Well, well thank well, thank you. Nice to meet you, brother. Nice to meet you. Definitely, 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 definitely gotta check out your stuff. For sure. Thank you. I was, I was writing it down earlier when I said as soon as I saw your name, I was like, that's a dope name. I wrote it down. So Yo, appreciate, it. <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, I'm like with Mega Ran is of uh that's the big bro and um Okay. He's released, he released yep. a few albums for me and stuff under his label okay. too. And uh, K Murdoch, I've worked with him too. And you know, so yeah, man, it's, it's dope. World, man. Okay, <laughs> extended family for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it, man. I love it. You know, and that's the other part of this too. I like to see artists. You know, if you guys find a connection, man, you know, definitely go ahead and, and make that connection, man. So, thank y'all for being here. So let me get to my questions, right? <laughs> so I wanted to ask y'all straight up, like, um. As artists, as independent hip hop artists who put a lot into your craft, what does a platform like this mean to you guys um, with what you do as artists? You know, and you could go, whoever wants to go first, just unmute your mic and go ahead. Oh, go for it. Go for it, bro. Okay, I mean, for me, it means a lot. You know, it's uh, it's hard to sometimes find. I mean, you know, people are checking for it. I know people are listening, but 
to be able to explain where you're coming from. Like when we did our first interview, you had so many questions about the lyrics in the songs that I haven't had to explain in a long time, you know? So it was really just interesting to have a conversation about what I'm talking about and where I'm trying to get at and then see where other people are, what other people are taking from what we write, you know, is, is really cool to have. And uh, I think it just kind of broadens the scope for people who are listeners, you know, to come and take a look at the music and get a new perspective of what's going on. So to have this here is, is just really, it's fun, it's good, it's, uh, it's needed, you know? Um, the DJ in many different forms has always been a big part of hip hop to begin with. So, you know, you can't, you can't eliminate it. It's all a part of the whole connection. Dope, dope. Thank you for that, man. Thank you for that. Anyone else want to, want to share their response? Yeah, I was going to say, I just appreciate the number one thing is the exposure, man. Just getting the blast out to more people about, you know, the, the work that we're doing, especially being independent artists. We don't get quite the push that the bigger labels, you know, and, and those kinds of folks get. And also, I like how you bring insight into the creative process in terms of like making beats, you know, what the thought process was behind it. It helps to humanize the artists and help to connect us with the audience. They get to know us a little bit and know what our thinking was about what they're listening to with the album. They, they have more insight. And I probably and I really think they listen to it with more more connection, knowing what the thought process was behind the music and and what we were thinking about, what the goals were. And so they, I think it, it gives them a, a deeper experience of the album, understanding where it came from. Thank you for that. Thank you for that, man. You know, deciphering the lyrics is just a, a fun thing that I like to do when I'm sitting with music. Uh, but it is, it is tedious, right? <laughs> so I do put in a lot of time and effort. So it's good to hear that you guys appreciate that, you know? And I, when I think about it, artists, do like, you know, you guys put in so much effort in your music, you kind of want to know that the the person that's listening is actually paying attention. So thank you for that feedback. <laughs> anyone else? Anyone else want to go? I got more questions. I, too. I would I would say that, uh, I mean, pretty much echo what everyone else has shared, but um, just you, you, you touched on, uh, I guess, your passion and interest as far as like the people you, you choose to interview. I feel like it's building a sense of community, not only amongst the the audience that you have and people that are tuning in, but also just like a, a community of artists that, you know, like minds or share similar passion for how they create and, and I guess driven, you know, or, or storytelling or, or, or craftsmen and, and, and women, you know, that, uh, that isn't really, I guess, uh, analyzed, you know, in, in a lot of media outlets and just the quality of the questions and, and you actually listening to the projects and, you know, doing your research, uh, it's, it's, for me, it's definitely a one-of-a-kind platform or, or better yet, a unique experience, you know, to, to take part as a as being interviewed, but also just being in the audience and watch some of the other people that you've had. No doubt. Thank you, man. Thank you for all of that feedback, man. It's, it's very important. And I'm asking these questions because I it's, it's going to help me as to, to have an idea of where to go next, right? And it also helps to reinforce whether I'm doing the right thing with the platform or not. So thank you for that, those responses. So my next question is, how would you all like to see a platform like this out the box? And so it could be out the box talks or just even all of the stuff that I do with out the box media, where if you follow me on social media, I'm often posting, you know, 
new releases and new music and stuff like that. So I'm curious to know how you guys uh, would like to see a platform like this grow, right? Um, to be able to support artists like yourselves and bring exposure to your art. Um, I, I, just, uh, I think it would be dope if you, uh, if how we did the, um, you know, the interview and you asked the questions and everything, and then we'll get to a point where maybe we'll perform a song ah. and like, you know, and then we, then you get to, uh, tell us, like, tell us what you was thinking when you did this song and what did this mean? We get to do it live. You know, we can break it down right after that. Maybe do like three or four songs, you know? And we could just break them down live. And I think people would love that. That would be crazy. Ah, see, I like this. I like this. I think I was on point with asking these questions, right? <laughs> ah, that's nice. And, and um, yeah, that, that sounds good. I got to kind of work that out and see, right? Uh, yeah, thank you for that feedback, Sky Blue. Uh, anyone that. else? Anyone else think uh, is there any additions I can make to Out the Box? I'm looking. I'm looking maybe far down the road. But, excuse me, I'm just getting over COVID. But. You're like a, ah, a live get better, brother. A studio hall, man. You can have a, <laughs> a live studio audience. That would be dope. Yeah, just a, like a 200th episode live studio audience or 150th episode live studio audience, you know? Yeah, um, indeed. Live DJ and everything, you know what I mean? That would be really dope just to do a special like that, you know? All right, I'm going to make note of that. I'm going to make note of that. When we, when we get it's through coming. this pandemic, when things, you know, optimistically, right, we got to hold hope when things get back or get to a place where we can all get together and I get some funding, right? Cause that's going to take some funding. <laughs> we could definitely do that, you know, but thank you for that raw poetic. Appreciate that. All right. Anyone else or. I would say do, well, of course I'm, I'm biased cause I'm a producer, but I'd say do, do like a focus on like the production creative process, something like that, do like an in-depth, um, maybe like short documentary style kind of thing for, uh, focusing on a particular artists like, like Damu or sky blue or somebody, you know, just kind of how they do it, you know, just kind of behind the scenes, almost like a, like a um, scratch kind of, but, you know, but, but more in depth and just focusing on one particular producer and their approach and, you know, go through it, maybe like visit the location, that kind of stuff. I think that'd be cool, at least for that audience, you know, that audience, there are a lot of people that like to get into the craftsmanship of, of the production process too. And, and they, they kind of geek out on it a little bit. So kind of, you know, let them have some insights into that. Cool. Man, thank y'all, man. These are some great ideas, man. Let me bring our uh, nighttime in. He's he was in the back. Uh, nighttime, welcome, brother. Uh, collaborator with Big Stacks. You know, tell them about the What's album up? that y'all dropped earlier this year, bro. What's going on, man? Hey, I just want to say first and foremost, man, congratulations on the Hunter's show, brother. Well deserved. Thank you. Well deserved. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, as far as the album, um. You, you said explain the album or just kind of uh, the yeah, concept just, of the just, album? Yeah, just or? let people know that So for people that might be new to you all, because there's a chance they might not have seen that episode, just give them a briefing on this project that you and, and Big Stacks put out this year, man, because it was earlier in the year. Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, Big Stacks is a super dope producer, man. Uh, it's my man from way back, a phenomenal producer. Um, you know, he did his thing on here with the chops, breaks, I mean, just a phenomenal job in terms of his instrumentation and, you know, his understanding of, of music. And um, it was just, you know, an opportunity for, you know, him and I to kind of collaborate on just kind of how I saw things through my vantage point 
um, as a man and just, you know, from the, you know, from the eyes of hip hop, you know, from my perspective. So, um, you know, just a, a mature piece uh, on hip hop music and, you know, you know, from our vantage point, kind of a kind of a mid ground type of album, if I if I could maybe kind of use that word. So. Indeed, indeed. And, and yeah. I, I remember when that album came out, it was I think it was exclusively on Bandcamp for like maybe I don't know maybe a week or so and then it eventually came out on DSPs and um that was another album that I got and I got a shout out like Bandcamp was another way of how I was finding artists you know I usually look at blogs and stuff and just you know follow people on social media and see what's popping but Bandcamp I was filtering Bandcamp I was like literally filtering hip-hop conscious hip-hop and literally looking through and listening to music. And that's how I found y'all. Like I didn't, nobody put me on. I was just filtering and it resonated with me. And I was like, I like what y'all doing. And that's what made me reach out, man. So um, thank y'all for putting the music out because had you not, I wouldn't know who you are, right? So I want to <laughs> say that to all of the artists, man, that are on this stream and all of the artists that I've interviewed, like don't hesitate. I know, I know it can be tough sometimes, you know, it's so much going on in the world, but if music is what resonates with you and you feel like it's, that's your desire to record music and put it out, you know, definitely go ahead and do it because you never know who's listening. You never know who is going to reach. And, um, you know, I, I think the 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 age that we're living in now this this digital age and this age where there's a lot of self-reliance happening where people can do a lot on their own it is a beautiful thing because we're getting the opportunity to hear artists that we probably wouldn't hear because of like monetary barriers but because now it's so much more inexpensive to create music we're getting to hear more talent of course, we're getting to hear a lot of whackness out there too, right? <laughs> but at the same time, the you you know you just gotta find it. So what I try to do with this platform is I kind of curate in a way. I try to curate. Of course, it's coming from my perspective very often, but um, I try to curate what I think is representing hip hop in its creative, thought provoking, and quality form no matter how popular or less popular the artist is. And um, I think you guys stick to the art and continue to do that, man. So um, shout out to some of the people in the chat. Shout out to uh, Mama the Lawrence. Thank you for being here, sis. I appreciate you always. Kay De Niro, thank you for being here. My brother, thank you for being here. Appreciate you. Uh, Square Team 88, thank you for being here. Zach, DJ Umo, thank you, brother. You have been a supporter of Out The Box, I want to say since last year, man. So thank you for being here, man, and supporting and uh, being down with this live video tonight. All right, so um, let's go to another question. Y'all got any questions for me? <laughs> yeah, man, what's the, what's, the, what's the vision, man, for uh, 2022? Uh, oh, you know, awesome. We, we trying to take it. Awesome. Thank you. That's a great question. I was going to get to that anyway, but um, so I will say this. I, I worked real hard this year, man. So it, it was a lot. It was a lot. I did a lot. So I'm looking at kind of slowing down for the month of January 
in terms of like doing like artist interviews and probably picking up in the month of February. But I will say this, I am looking to, and I'm going to just keep it 100 with y'all. I am looking to find ways to monetize this platform more, right? Because as much as I love doing this, it definitely takes a lot of energy and money motivates right <laughs> and i'm not and i and, and let me just be careful with that like i'm not saying that th- i'm going to jeopardize the integrity of who i choose to interview right never that but um if there's i'm looking at ways that i can find ways to monetize this platform even more so if i can figure that out quicker then I might start shows a little earlier, right? But I am looking to take a break in the month of January and probably pick up in February and really continue um, continue this, you know, definitely do it on a, on a bigger level. Um, so I, I think January will give me some time to really sit and assess where exactly I want to take it because every year I usually up it. Uh, in 2020, I wasn't really doing a lot of YouTube videos. I was doing mostly audio podcasts. So 2021, I was like, yo, I'm going to do videos. And that was a big step for me because, you know, to do a video every week, you know, and then, you know, being on camera is a whole different beast, right? Uh, you know, having to deal with editing and making sure you're, you're prepared right, your garments is right, all of that, you know what I mean? So uh, next year, 2022, is definitely going to be an upgrade. Um, but the one upgrade that I have at the forefront of my mind is looking at ways to monetize this platform even more while still keeping the integrity. Okay. So yeah, man, that's, that's, that's all I can say right now, but great question. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, so, uh, I got another question for y'all. Um, before we, uh, we get to some other stuff. So, Oh, go ahead. Okay, Scott, you had something? Yeah, I had a question for you. Go ahead. Uh, how how has it been? Your first album. Oh, nice, nice, go good, good. Talents. What's going on? Yeah, thank you, brother. So yeah, dope project, by the way. Thank you, my brother. So yeah, Growth and Balance is my debut album. I put it out. When was it? The seventeenth, a uh, couple Fridays ago, and yeah, man, I, I the reception has been awesome. You know, a lot of people have supported it on Bandcamp, so I'm very, very thankful for that to all of the supporters. And I'm looking to keep pushing it. It's going to be on digital streaming platforms sometime this week. Um, so it, it'll be up there real soon. So as soon as it's up, I'll definitely share it and let people know. But um, it's been a, it's been a journey with that, man. I initially didn't see it going to be... I didn't see it as an album. I didn't see that it was going to be released as an album. But I always had an idea that it was going to be an EP. And then when I looked at the tracks I had recorded and I looked at the times, you know, cause I know like when you do, when I did research, I found out that as long as you're doing 30 minutes or more, it's classified technically as an album. So when I looked at like the nine tracks I recorded, I was like, Oh, I'm over 30 minutes. And then I threw in a 10th track, which is a bonus um, of like an alternate version of one of the original tracks I was well over the 30 minutes. So I was like, I'm going to put it out as an album. Why not? You know what I mean? So um, I'm excited that I did that. 
and uh, it's out there for people to check out. I've gotten a lot of great feedback, you know, uh, about the album. So I thank everyone that has tuned in and, and, and checked it out. And like I said, it'll be on DSP soon. You know, I don't want to take up too much of this episode with that because uh, I'm, I'm going to be talking about this album for a while, man. You know, I still I'm, I'm early in the promotion. Right. So I'm kind of like in y'all guys seats right now. I'm looking for some people to interview me. You know what I mean? But it's all good, man. Um, but thank you for asking about that, Sky, man. It, it, it was a labor of love for me, man. And it's it's such a special thing for me to put it out. Uh, I've told people that, you know, I initially, before I even started doing journalism or doing interviews, I was emceeing in high school, right? And I put out an EP when I was in college. And then right after, it was just straight up broadcasting, interviewing, the podcasting. That's what I've done for like 15 years. And I always said that if I'm going to record again, it would have to be with me actually teaching myself how to produce, right? <laughs> so I have a long way to go as a beat maker. I am nowhere near. I still got a lot to learn. And I mean, with brothers like Damu here and Big Stacks, I'm sure I could learn a plethora from these brothers. But I have to say that I was inspired by the art that I was seeing with artists like yourself just really being self-sufficient and putting out music on Bandcamp, and that also inspired me. So you guys inspired me to want to get in the booth, you know, even though the booth was home for me, <laughs> and record. Um, so, yeah, thank y'all, man. Thank you for that question, Sky. So my next question for y'all is... Uh, if you so this is this is I'm gonna test to see if y'all been checking out some of my previous shows. And I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna limit it to out the box talks, right? So you could pick any episode from Out the Box TV from 2009. Um and 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 you could uh share what you think has been your favorite episode thus far. You can start with Out the Box Talks, but if you don't have an Out the Box Talks episode, you can pick any show that I've done on Out the Box, period, right? Whether it's Out the Box TV. So I got to ask y'all, man, if you had to pick an episode outside of the interview that I did with y'all, you can't pick the interview I did with y'all, what would you say was your favorite Out the Box show or interview so far? That's a tough one, right? Is that tough? Man, I, I like the one you did with Jay Nice. Um, I thought that was a dope interview. It gave me kind of an opportunity to see kind of his process. And um, he's a dope artist. Um, you know, I thought he asked some really good questions on that one. Um, and it kind of gave me an opportunity to kind of sharpen my pen game a little bit, you know, um, you know, for future projects. So I really enjoyed that one um, to kind of kind of hear his process and, uh, the thorough questions that you always ask. So I like that one. Thank you, man. Thank you for that, man. I appreciate that. I think that you know. interview was done. I think I did your interview before that, and then that interview came, like, right after, or, like, two interviews after. And uh, shout out to Jay Nice. That's an interview I did this year on Out the Box Talks, man. So thanks for that. Nighttime. No doubt. Um, I would have to say, um, I really like, not just because, you know, the close to the name, but the Sky Zoo interview. Because all the bird things is a classic. That's one of my that album is almost phenomenal. So hearing him talk about it and the questions you was asking him, because I, I think I seen another interview that he did about the album, but the questions that you was asking was more like it was more um immersive of the album. You know, I, you you got him to like break it down a little more. And you know, because the, the, that Sky Zoo is like, I mean it's brilliant. 
actually. And that, that dude is like a visionary. So to hear him like talk about it and, and like how, you know, he was breaking down the process and, and certain songs and, you know, idea of, you know, how justification and everything, it was it was pretty crazy. Also the uh the Tanya Morgan interview because Tanya Morgan super slept on. So it was dope that you you interviewed them and yeah. Indeed. I, I like that one. That was dope. Nice, man. Thank you, man. And it, it's so funny you said Sky Zoo because I'm pretty sure you get that name mixed up, right? Sky Blue and Sky Zoo. People, yeah, people mix that up. <laughs> word, word. Yeah, shout out to Sky Zoo, man. Uh, and shout out to Tanya Morgan, too. And I actually interviewed Sky Zoo and Tanya Morgan years ago, earlier. And um, it was really cool word. to have them, you know, come back and be on I the see. platform. Yeah. I seen yeah, I seen the ones uh the more semi recent ones. The recent one, yeah. 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 But I, I checked those out too. But it's dope you like I said with Tiny Morgan too, because Tiny Morgan is like super slept on. Brooklyn Nati is is a classic to me. That album is still amazing. So word, word. Yeah, man. I got a line on my new album where I said, um, yeah, on the song um Don't Never Forget Your Dreams, where I say Tanya Morgan had a song on Brooklyn Natty called Plan B. You know what mm. I'm saying? I had to yeah. think about it. What was really my plans B? You know what I mean? So um, mm. I they they um they have been a staple. You know, even though uh you know one I think two of them because initially they started out as a trio, they were two of the two of the members in the group were from from Cincinnati and then Don um Von P is from from Brooklyn. They uh they were making a lot of moves in New York in like the mid 2000s. And uh, I, I was definitely, you know, connecting with them a lot then. So, yeah, thanks for um for bringing that up. Anyone else? <laughs> Did I put y'all on the spot with the episodes? No, 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 not really. I was going to say Damu. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm a fan. I've been a fan from afar. And so getting to know his process of making music, you know, was was, was insightful. I mean, I, I, you know, especially being a multi-instrumentalist and all that kind of stuff, I, you know, that, that resonated with me because I, you know, I'm kind of the same. So just getting to see, the, you know, the, in, the in, inside of his process and how he comes up with things was just, was it's nice to, to put a, an identity behind the artist, to get to know that person. Absolutely, man. Oh, man, that's awesome, man. I'm glad to hear that. You guys you. are actually picking out-the-box talks episodes that happened this year, so that's a good thing. Go ahead, Raw Poetic. Oh, uh, I'm going to go a little uh, out-the-box with it, no pun intended. And I'm going to go with the uh, the discussion on the uh, Big Daddy Kane KRS-One verses. Because those are two of my favorite MCs growing up. And just to hear y'all talk about it, I felt like I was like, yeah, 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 no, nah, I thought that's it. You know what I mean? So I was, I was totally into that. I thought that was great. Yeah, I'm going to let... Thank you for that. I'm going to let Mark and A-Level chime in for that one. But I have to say, that was my most watched video on Out the Box this year. So that algorithm, it definitely picks up, you know. And we did that show, what, exactly the same night. So um, I'm going to let Mark and A-Level talk about that, man. Like, And y'all could also share what y'all what y'all favorite episode of the year was as well. Yeah, man, that was that was definitely one for the culture. You know what I mean? Um, when we talking about Kane and Chris, those are the real gatekeepers of what we came to know as modern hip hop and modern rap music. So for them to be on that kind of stage where you got dudes like Jada Kiss that just wrecked it and gave a 
a master class, they gave you a full university <laughs> class from not just the MCing to the DJing to the b-boying to every last aspect that you really don't see that much in the culture nowadays. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see a lot of rapping and you see a lot of MCing and that's dope and all, but you got kids that don't really even get exposed to just the breakdancing half of it, you know, or even know that that exists. So for them to put that out on that platform was just great. And you could see that it wasn't really a battle. Like I'm trying to tear you apart battle, even though Chris, that's what he does. You know, it was more so of a brotherhood and let's, let's teach. Let's teach, you know, let, let's, let, let's put that out there because once we go, that's it. That's it. That's it. You know, um, we, if no one else is going to teach it the way we teach it because we're real life documentarians. So once we leave the document with you, it's up to y'all to take it where you need to go. You know? Thank you for that. A love man. Always spoken eloquently and well, my brother. Mark, what, what, you want to talk about that, man, that versus, man, like the, the fact yeah. that how that worked yeah. out for us too that night? Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly tell you, I'm not a huge fan of the verses in terms of like, I don't catch them all. But, um, you know, Chris and, and, and Kane, that's that's, you know, that's Juice Crew versus BDP. You had the bridge and the bridge is over um, and coming up, you know, hearing them songs like I was just. I don't know. I think I was like 10, 12, something like that. I don't even know. I was like, I was just tr like fully understanding it. I wasn't even fully understanding it at the time. And then just as you come up, you know, you listen to these songs come back over and over in college and just, you know, you get a, a greater understanding, just became part of your, your, your youth. So to see these brothers come together, you know, 30, 40 years later and just burn it down. Like, you know, there was a point where I was worried that it would be lopsided, to be honest with you. I think a bunch of people were just because of, you know, the catalogs not really matching up or however you want to put it, even though, you know, you could really, you could, you could, you could stack them up, you know, song for song, but it just showed you the greatness of the verses. It really wasn't about the catalog. It was about the energy and the performance and, and the context. Um, so, you know, that, that it's just, just to see them come together like that and just level up, literally level up. And then at the end, you know, really break it down how like their friendship was so strong, um, at times when they were just like, really, not, you know, it, at, 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 you know, at really down parts of their lives, they came together to, to bridge to, to, sorry, part of the pun, but you know, to build each other up. And these are, you know, two crews that were, you know, battling back and forth and, Disney each other's, you know, other crew members and stuff. At the end of the day, they were brothers. It's just that 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 complexity, that duality of just human existence. It was just it was just a real nice thing to see. So yeah, I I I get it. I mean, I'm happy. You know, I'm happy that 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 you know that the episode was so so uh, so popular. You know, it's just other episodes that should have been just as popular too. That's the only bittersweet part about it. Um, for me, I really enjoyed the abstract mind state um, interview. For the simple fact that I don't think they really knew what they were getting into. Like I knew they 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 kind of like knew that you were like, you know, you know, your supporter of conscious hip hop. But when you started breaking down their lyrics, they was like really getting, they were really getting like, you know, you could tell that their eyes were lighting up. They look like little kids, like, wow, this dude is really like digging into our lyrics and, and dealing with, and, you know, and 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 um, you know, wants to know about these things and they and 
to a point there were things that they would they kind of say in their lyrics that, that were almost in the subconscious where you dug into and it said oh shoot I, i'm you caught that um so that was a good one and um i like the horseman interview too just for the simple fact like corrupt at the end man that, that was one of those things where you like you, you really got you really you you got, you got him into a comfortable space and um you know he, he, he you know i learned a lot about corrupt you know what i'm saying I, you know, the, the brother was you know part of part of history um and just you know growing up and being a fan you know he was he was he was reciting you know rakim and and, and kane lyrics you know to the t so just you know you just you just basically opened him up and and just you know uncovered a whole whole different side of him that you know i, I probably wouldn't have known about so um yeah that, those are those are my highlights Yo, good looking, man. Good, good looking out, man. Thank you for sharing that, man. Oh, man. You know, I while we were talking about verses, I do want to do this, man. I want to ask y'all, like, I mean, it, there's a number of verses that happened since the beginning of verses. But while we here, let me ask the room, like, what, what has been y'all favorite verses so far, man? I just named mine. <laughs> okay, yeah, you did say uh, you um, Kane, right? Kane and uh, and KRS. Yeah, by far. Is anybody yeah, seeing Kane and Chris? Okay. Oh man, so we got the the the, the old school winning here. What about what about um? Yeah, man. No, I, would, I would say uh, nah, the, the the earth the earth winning fire. Ron, um, Ron Isley joint. That was crazy. Nice, nice, nice. Mm. The Earth, Wind, and Fire, um, Osley Brothers. That was crazy. They, they, what's crazy about that one is that they just didn't hit all of the classics. They hit a lot of the B-sides. A lot of the B-sides that people don't even go into like that. That's when I was really going into it. That's what's up, man. Yeah, you know, that Earth, Wind, and Fire versus, I think I caught the tail end of it, but they, they you know, and that was that was official, man. That was official. That was a nice one. Yes, yeah, guys. Uh, I say my favorite, my favorite verses. I I do two, but not uh like I'm saying. My favorite verses as a whole was definitely the KRS One and Big Daddy Kane. Dope. But I, I think there's two uh verses, actual artists that I was happy for that I enjoyed as well outside of this, and that was um I enjoy uh ja Rule performance and uh Bow Wow's performance because they both get so much flack. And that when that when that when they came and showed them like yo we we do this we got hits classics for days and we performers and we still look like we're in our prime, that shut a lot of people up. A lot of people start giving them their flowers, hashtag everybody talking about them. I was like, keep that same energy, fam. Y'all was disrespecting these dudes for years, and then they came and showed y'all what time it was, and also introduced a lot of new fans to them, and and their music still holds up. So I, I enjoyed that battle. But I enjoy like their two performances uh, solos because I think they deserve that moment. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you for for sharing that, man. You know, it, it's versus has been awesome for the culture. But we spoke about this. Me, a level, and Mark spoke about this recently, and we were saying, man, what it would be dope to see a versus for like independent hip hop, right? Or what we would consider like you know the underground. Like, I'm not trying to use these terms, but you know what I mean. Like, who, who, like, coming from the elk of music that you guys are used to and the artists that a lot of y'all collaborate with, like, who would y'all like to see if we had to have sort of like an underground version of Versus? Who you think would be like the best two artists to set that off? 
Yeah, Scott. Yeah. Yo, I think Joey Badass and Asher Bronson would be crazy. Interesting. Interesting. What about Joey and um his odd future? Would it would it be like well oh, yeah. I don't know if Tyler's yeah. too yeah. But that's that's a good one. Or Pro Era versus Odd Future. Pro Era versus Odd Future. That makes sense. Ooh. We can't include we can't include Tyler's uh hits though, because Tyler, you know, he got a lot of hit songs. He got like, hits now, right? Yep. So we gotta keep it on the like B sides or just like, you know, because uh, that'll be crazy. How about like Illa G versus um uh, uh Rusty Jux? There you go. Oh that oh, that's really Ooh, hardcore dude. That's yeah. hardcore. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> you might have to you might have to if you say to set it off, you might have to go with some Griselda guys. Okay, you know, Griselda, okay. So, so, so if you're gonna go that route. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But who but would Griselda go up against? Griselda versus Action Bronson. Ah, okay. Interesting. Action Action Bronson's name shows up twice already. I wouldn't have thought, um, you know, it, yeah. Go ahead. As far as, his, as, far as I'd like to see Griselda versus the locks. <laughs> as far as his notoriety though, like it's like yeah. as far as top of the underground. You know, those are those are some of the bigger underground slash indie artists. So yeah. I mean, there's, we definitely could throw out a ton of names for yeah. uh, as far as Setting I guess off. getting the visibility on. Uh, you know, I guess we got this like Joey Badass and like the ones yeah. that you named. Well, I like, uh, I like uh, Davies and Nino oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like so, to yeah. see Black Thor versus Most Death. I would like to see that. Ah, now we talking. I like that one too. I'd say I'd, instead of instead of uh, most, I'd say Pharaoh versus. Pharaoh, Black. yeah, I thought about Pharaoh that. I thought about that. Well, how about Pharaoh versus Eminem? If we're gonna okay. get underground, that would be, that's some supreme lyricism, man. man. I want I want Buster Ron versus Eminem. Well, I don't think anybody nice. can beat Buster. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody seeing Buster. Nope. Nope. Exactly. What That's about what yeah. in terms of catalog? In terms of catalog, Red Man and Buster, maybe man. Ooh, Red Man and Buster. That so, so we brought this up earlier, and I was like, it took me a while to think about it, but um, someone mentioned to me Wayne versus Red Man versus um versus Buster and Wayne. If you go back to like the block, it's hot. Yeah. Yo, yeah. if Wayne if Wayne could do it, yeah. I don't know how he could. I don't know what the performance would be like, but his catalog. Yeah. I just I just don't think he has as many as Buster though. I think nah. Buster's just too much for anybody, man. Buster Buster hit it on so many different levels. Yes, he is. He's a monster. Energy, man. <laughs> How From about Jay and Buster? Jay and Buster, what are we saying? Do we because you know Jay made the statement they, the other day big. going around. Yeah. Jay don't want Buster. I, I, I he doesn't. I, I agree with you. He doesn't want Jay and Wayne. Wayne. It's not going to be Jay and Wayne. Jay, oh, Jay versus Wayne. Is that are they going to do? Nah, it? it's it's not enough. It's yeah. not enough. Wayne Wayne hit his mark, but I think somewhere after the drugs and the That's whole fighting saying. with fighting with baby and all that other stuff, yeah. he met he met, he missed out on a lot of good music during that time. He did. Jay Z, you're talking about a guy. From '96, from Reasonable Doubt to 444. You got a lot. Got a lot it, and and we're not talking about features yet. We're not talking about all of the classics he's been on with R. Kelly and all these other guys. Yeah. 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 After a while, it's gonna show. 
It would. It's going to get shallow after a while. I think it might have to be Buster and Jay or Nas and Jay. You know, people, people like that Nas and Jay is just would be so epic. I just feel like Nas doesn't want that smoke with Jay. Right. Let me mute myself. I feel like I love Nas, but I just feel, just feel as on a commercial level. Yeah, Jay, Jay's killing him. Jay, Jay could do like two or three different different verses with like just different like tiers. You know what I'm saying? He could do, you know, he could do whatever the Beyonce hits like status. He could do the you don't know and the American Gangster album, bro. Like stadium, the Jay makes stadium like joints, you know what I mean? And then he could get real low with some stuff off of Jay Electronica and just like, you know, it's just, he just has so many different levels. He's all over the place. It's tough. It's tough. It's just, and you know, the thing is, it's really the execution. It's like, how would the, you have, you would really have to envision how the artist would stack up, you know, because anybody, I mean, if you, I mean, every, I'm not going to say everybody, but 20 joints, like, you know, most artists have twenty joints joints in their 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 catalog, but the right ones. Like, yeah, can you yeah. can you put them? Can you stack them up the right way? That's the real question. That's true. How about, That's true. How about Benny versus versus Rock Marcy? Who, Benny, who that? Benny Benny versus Rock Marcy. Mm. That's that's a good one. That's a good mm. one. Yeah, that's a good one. Who, who, who will we put against uh, somebody like Tech Nine? If we're talking underground. Oh, Tech Nine's a beast. Yeah. Yes. Yo, I mean, Tech Nine, I, guess, like, I guess he's he's major indie, but still, you know. Tech Nine's major indie, but my son is 10, and he's rocking this song with The Rock now. He's like, he had this, he put this thing, it was like rocking this, like, you. I was like, you listen to Tech Nine, you're 10 years old. He's like, yeah, man, this this song is hot. And he got a song with, with The Rock. Like, Tech Nine is hitting all, That's crazy. he's hitting all, all, all demographics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow, that's, that's interesting. I think, I think Tech Nine is, is, I think Tech Nine is big enough big enough indie to go against somebody like Eminem actually. I know that's that's a huge leap, but tech, you know, I don't even he he been crossed that line from like the the lines are blurred with him with the indie and major because this dude has been putting major numbers up. Like I don't know many any yards that even come close to the numbers that this man's been putting up consistently yeah, for like years. He definitely put up man. Yo shout out to everybody watching live, you know Shout out to my brother, Kelvin. We spoke about Kelvin earlier, who initially, when we started Out the Box Talks, when I had the internet radio station, Out the Box Radio, um, he was part of the uh, the very, very, very early. Before before we even relaunched it from episode one, he was uh, doing Out the Box Talks with us. So shout out to Kelvin, man. Thank you for being here in the chat. And for anybody watching right now, just like the video if you can. If you haven't done it yet, like it so we could get it out there more. So, yeah, man, I like this. I like the way this conversation is going, man. You know, I think there's so many different artists that could set off a versus from an independent or underground standpoint. I was I, w- I was surprised nobody said, like, Common and Kweli or somebody, you know, like, like uh, any, anybody thought about them? <laughs> well, somebody did say most deaf. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good I, one. But I, I Common to kill them, though. I wasn't I looking at them like underground rappers, I guess. Ah, I see. Not I see. anymore. Com- Com- Not anymore, Com- right? Com- yeah. Crush quality, though. Comment to crush quality. You know. Yes, yeah, easily, easily. Yeah. 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 You, you. I put most death against him instead of instead of Talib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Common will probably still come out on top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In in a versus format. Oh, I got one. Yeah. How about how about how about pause versus Common? There you go. In mm. a versus format. Mm. Nah, it wouldn't mm. work. Yeah, pause style. I got a lot of stuff. Yeah. I got a yeah. big Never mind. Yeah, cause cause you know you gotta think about like, but yeah, I don't think Quali got enough like feature nah. records. You know, cause you know versus nah. is like features too. You know, like like who Common got more solid records, man. I mean, we're talking about from Can I Borrow a Dollar to One Day It All Makes Sense. Yeah. Like Water for Chocolate, bro. Um, All them Dilla records, right? Yeah. Hungry is ridiculous, man, to this day. You know. I used to love her. I used to love her. Resurrection. And then then, then the showmanship, too. I mean, also the performance is, is, is key. You know, electric you know, control. Is a slept on record, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's a dope record. Yeah, man. Yeah, but nighttime brings B. up a good point. You talking about B? <laughs> you talking about? But the, you gotta have you gotta have it all. You gotta have the hits, but also to the execution. So if you know if if Common wants to break dance on stage, like that's <laughs> that's right. another that's another aspect. That's another chamber you got to think about too. So it's like you know it's nice when you have those variables, like like Sky was saying. It's in terms of you know. When, when you know the way Ja Rule ordered his songs, like you know, second song was murder, like so <laughs> people forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so if, you know, it's the execution is really is really is crucial. And then that freestyle that Common did on the LA Lakers joint, the Lakers wow. joint, crazy. You heard that joint? Congratulations, wow. you heard that, that, that was crazy. Congratulations, wow. was crazy about his man at the wedding. Like, he just is you know, his, his train of thought is, is out of control. Um, ridiculous and this is a man who made Heidi Ho you know what I'm saying like the most derogatory song ever yeah. but then like you know he, he he's evolved he's you know it's just a natural progression he's just a whole artist yeah. Yeah, he, he put he, he put he put Ice Cube in his place bitch in you <laughs> man wow yo some like shout out to B-Rock <laughs> like like what about like 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 uh Benny or a West Side Gun or Conway versus like Freddie Gibbs? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. That's another one, man. So it's a, it's mad different ways. Let, let me work. let me ask y'all, do y'all think that verses will ever get to that? Cause I feel like, you know, people like us would love to see it, but I don't know if the the there's a a a, a great demand. For that to pull off you know what i mean do you do you yeah. think or is it is it is it gonna take something like an offshoot of verses that kind of caters nah. to that it's just gonna take um timberland and um timberland and swiss to come down below some mm. you know come down some you know you know it, it, it expose that to the other aspect of hip-hop like what we're do, doing right now Indeed, indeed. Give, give a main part of the culture a slice that they don't get a chance to get exposed to. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it's going to take. It's going to take for them to actually come down and do that. Because, you know, I mean, because now we got to make an offshoot of this. Like, what are we suggesting here? We're suggesting that you know, you guys are not giving, versus is not giving underground and independent hip-hop that look. You know what I'm saying? Well, we got to start creating our own versus platforms because y'all ain't doing it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, oh. I'm... Go ahead. And why not do it with DJs too? There's some DJs that I'd love to see battle head to head. Nice. 
Well, they started yeah, doing that a little bit with the beginning, right? Like, like I know before the Kanan KRS one, and the other one with Three Six Mafia and um, and Bone Thugs, they had like some DJ battles. But yeah, I think I would like to see like some world class DJs like really get it in. You know, yeah, that would be nice too. Yeah. And, and they did do it did do uh, Swiss and uh, Just Blaze, and you know I think you know I, I, that one that wasn't wasn't run that well though. It seemed like they weren't giving uh, Just Blaze enough time to to run his beats. Mm, I thought mm. yeah. they just working out. Scratch the kings, and Kid Capri was getting it's hot, just, boy. Did right. you see Scratch? Scratch yeah. was getting hot. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, he, he's looking at my sneaker. He's like, "What you doing? What you doing?" <laughs> scratch, scratch about to get gully with it. It was funny, man. <laughs> scratch is a legend. Yeah, that yeah, was serious. Sick, sick, serious. Oh man, uh, how about him and Jeff? Him and Jeff would be a nice one. That'd be dope. Yeah, him and Jeff need to go at it. Man. <sighs> I'd love to see that. Him and Jeff, the original Transformer Scratch versus yes. DJ Scratch. Wow. Or, 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 or still eat them up, but or, or tap money versus cash, you know, Philly battle or spin yeah. bad, throw them in the mix. Spin bad, Shoot, bring oh, out yeah. the executioners, bring out the executioners. DJ Miz, bring yeah, DJ Miz yeah, back yeah. out. DJ Miz was sick, man. Yo, as you guys say this, I'm just thinking about how much talent exists within hip hop beyond just the MC, right? Like the producer, the DJ, you probably can go to the, the B boy and B girl, like. Yeah, man, this is a beautiful, uh, vast culture of talent, man. Damu versus E, um, versus E. There you go, crate cats. There you go. Who Damu versus who? Go beat for beat. Oh, E Dan. Oh. E Dan, uh, right? right. I, I don't, I don't even know about that, but uh, but, <laughs> but that kind of stuff would be dope too, though. Since, since we're throwing out names, this here goes one or two. I got two questions. Who would battle? Who would battle Quincy Jones? Because I've been trying to think about this. Like mm. not and 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 then as far as like the as far as the uh, the all around dope MC and we we might have to change the the format but if we're talking just MC and showmanship who would battle Dougie Fresh? Well, well the Quincy Jones wow. question it seemed like his 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 verses are gone. I'd put somebody like Charles Stepney against him. Would Charles Stepney be able to hang? I, the only Charles person Stepney. I can think of is George Martin or or John Williams. Yeah, that, that, yeah that's a good one. Phil Spector. Phil Spector. Yeah, there's a bunch of them, man. Phil Spector's an excellent right. one. Yeah. But, but think, but think about how many genres Quincy's done. You, nah, you, he you is, got rock, yeah, soul, cool. classical, big band. <laughs> Frank yeah. Sinatra. You, to Mike you'd have to break it down. You'd have yeah. to break it down by genre, really. Yeah, yeah I that's say it. Would be Quincy. I just said it would be interesting. Who would do that? Yeah, but Charles Stepney did a lot too. Remember, you got Rotary Connection, Earth, Wind, and yeah. Fire. He was all over the place. Electric Mud with uh. Uh, Muddy Waters. I mean, he was, yeah. he was he had his hands in a lot of a lot of different pants too. Well, the soundtracks Quincy did. Yeah. Oh, 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 I know, I know. Any any old Morricone. There you go. You try oh. Herbie, maybe. I mean, he's on the soundtrack not, tip. Any old Morricone. Same volume. Yeah, I, I, I was either thinking Arif Martin at a, at Atlantic Records. That's a good one. So Joel Dorn. Stuff. Joel or, Dorn. Yeah, Joel Dorn. Yeah. Or um. I mean, I guess his equivalent now might be David Foster, you know, who's, who's younger, but he's 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 had his hand in a lot of stuff. George yeah. Martin, you know, who's done Red Hot Chili Peppers to the Beatles and that kind of thing, and classical mm-hmm. and British acts, and then uh, yeah, that's that's and and then John Williams just because he started in soundtracks and then now yeah. he's gone on to, you know, the iconic 
music and you know uh being a composer yeah that's dope like I, I still can't think of somebody that could hang with Bill Conti, Bill Conti, and Neil Morricone. I mean, uh, Francis Lai. I mean, those are some sound soundtrack wise. Soundtrack wise. Oh, oh, I forgot. Um, 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 That's why you got to break man. it down in, in genres. Man, yeah. um, um, what's his name? The producer and um and um did, did the um the the um the um Anna the Dragon. Why am I blanking on his name? Milo Skiffin. You talk. Yo. You talking about? Oh man, Milo Skiffin. Yeah, uh, 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 yeah, uh, Lalo Schiffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got some nice ones too. Who would you put against Rick Rubin? Yeah. Ooh, good question. Yeah, Larry, Larry Smith, if he was alive, Larry Smith. But but you'd have to you'd have to we'll battle them during that era because Rick Rubin went on to do Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Ed, Ed Sheeran and all about Al Rogers. Johnny Cash. Mm. Y'all, oh, y'all took the verses to a whole other level yeah, now. People <laughs> <laughs> sleep on Pumpkin, man. Pumpkin was legendary, man. People don't talk about that. Who, who, who would battle Duke Moody? Duke Moody. Duke Moody. Duke Moody and Rick Rubin. There you go. Duke, even doing all the Sugar Hill stuff. That's Duke Moody, a lot of it. All the Sugar yeah. Hill stuff up, up to like the mid 80s and even a little bit beyond was all Duke Booty in the production. That would be around Rick Rubin's time. He, I mean, he got classics, man. The message. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. check the catalog. <laughs> wow, yo, somebody, Golden Lion said in the uh, in the in the chat, uh, Stevie Wonder can go with Quincy Jones. How y'all feel about that? Well, yeah. you yourself. So. No. Yeah. Um, I, I still I still don't think errors. Quincy yeah, still yeah. got him in errors. You know, yeah, like yeah. Quincy was doing stuff before Stevie was born. You know. I'm saying, yeah. like, yeah, from yeah. Sinatra, Frank Sinatra era. You know what I'm saying? And Damn, that's such a good working question. with Lionel Hampton. Right. This man been doing stuff with Lionel Hampton, bro. That's crazy. Golden Lion also and said, uh, Mantronics <laughs> versus Rick Rubin. Back yeah, that, that'd be a good one, actually. Yeah, that'd be an excellent one. Oh, how about you? Here's one: Eugene Record versus uh, uh, Willie Dixon. I mean, Willie Mitchell. Come on. So y'all with losing me with versus man. Eugene Record, man. Brunswick versus with, High. With, with, uh, how, about, how, how about Bob James versus David Axelrod? Ooh, that's a good one. That's, that's a good one. That's an excellent it's, one. It's a good one. It's a good one, but I probably would give it to I probably would give it to Bob Dang. James. Yeah. But but as far that's as like this solo stuff, I'm gonna go with David Axelrod. Only, I'm only giving it to Bob James because he did more arranging and, and charts and string, like he did string arrangements, horn arrangements, and things. But Axelrod's catalog is just, you know, from Lou Ross to anything on Capitol, you know, and then him working with H.B. Barnum, you know, like yep. all the stuff they did together. Oh, oh, well, I was gonna say Barry Gordy, but maybe not. I was gonna say maybe Barry Gordy with um with Quincy, but stayed in. What about uh, uh, Roy Ayers and Herbie Hancock? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yes. Wow. I thought Donald Byrd in there too. Yeah. 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 Oh, you, you go F- Fonts and Larry versus. Yeah, I was going to say the Mazelles. Mazelles versus uh, who? Yeah, yeah. Uh, now we got to go into Ahmad Jamal now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, boy. Versus Wade Marcus or somebody. Somebody doing like more more progressive production. Yeah. yeah. Wow, man. It's, uh, a, it's a lot. It's mad yeah. ways we could go with these verses, man. So I feel like the verses are going to be here for a long time, even as we get back to what it used to be as, you know, with hopefully as the pandemic comes to a close, hopefully, right? Because it don't look like it's closing anytime soon, but hopefully um, I think they're going to continue verses. 
And we could get, you know, maybe another five years we start seeing some of the stuff that we want. You know, um, but yeah, man, thank y'all for that, man. This was this this is nice talking about, you know, potential versus artists that we could see, man. So I wanted to ask y'all this, being that you all are just generally independent artists, what has I would say the last two years, how have you guys been able to benefit musically within the last two years, you know, considering um you know, the pandemic, the onset of the pandemic in 2020, and also what we had to experience this year. How have you all been able to, you know, utilize, I guess, the the technology and the benefits of, you know, I guess, um, doing things on a self-sufficient level for your yourselves as independent artists? How have you guys benefited from that? Uh, I would I would say I think uh, well, I mean you know aside from having the downtime or you're spending more time in the house to, right. to be creative, um, I think the audience and the reception in general, like people are, are uh, I guess more receptive or, or or hungrier to consume content. Um, to the point where I mean now it's I mean the, the content is just every year it just becomes more abundant but uh but i guess people having the downtime to consume and they go and go from one piece to another thing they're watching you know the last dance to checking for somebody's album to you know watching the live uh versus battle um people like just the hunger for that made it i guess the the context of what we were doing more accessible to people whereas like i guess an artist like myself it's used to having a schedule. Okay, we're gonna make a record and a product that's gonna coincide with a release date, and that kind of thing. It's like, wow, hey, if I this thing we just did that we were gonna try to release four months down the road, we could put it out now and and drop something else two weeks from now, and and it's gonna make a lot of sense to people because you know just the timing has uh has made that possible. Whereas uh previously, I guess the pace of how people consume was more so determined by the people's uh, schedule or, or the time they had available to interact with what was available so indeed indeed man that's th- thanks for sharing that man that's 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 good to know man um anyone else want to go i was gonna say just productivity i mean it, it just made you you know to, to kind of piggyback some of what damu said just made me more productive i mean that because music's my outlet anyway so you got the world kind of crashing down around you I mean, what better place to go is down here in the lab and just make a bunch of music. And, and, and it's funny how I think the pandemic in terms of mood, and I think this kind of goes almost to the torture soul argument with artists. I think I've, I think I've done some of my best work in these last couple of years when, mm. when, when, when the world's falling down around me, man, it's weird. Right? I mean, it's, it's all over the place too. It's, you know, it almost kind of shakes you out of your comfort zone dealing with chaos. And so, I think my creativity has gone up a hundredfold, you know, during that. And, and this, of course, you know, with the technology, it's nice to be able to work virtually with nighttime and I were never in the same space making the album, but you didn't have to with, with, with you know, you could just send the tracks over, send stems and all that. So, yeah, I, I think it just increased productivity and creativity by responding to this external threat of sorts that made you kind of dig deeper. And, 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 and it, I think more of the music came from the soul than ever before. That's a good point, man. 
Yeah, man. I, and I noticed that throughout the year, you know, with interviewing a number of artists, like just just even just observing like the volume of music that was coming out, you know, people were definitely inspired and motivated to uh, to release projects, man. You know, you want to share something, Sky, in terms of because um, I know you've been I mean, we talked about it on your interview, like you've been releasing music consistently every year for like what like bad like what 2014 like <laughs> you know like you you you've never like really stopped you've just kind of kept it going but i'm curious to know how um the pandemic has affected you and, and how you've used i guess the time that you've had to to try to you know benefit as an artist um i think i Mine was like more more of the opposite far as um far as a lot of artists um were doing like a lot more during the during the pandemic actually slowed down mm. working as much during the pandemic because uh I was like it's it's one of those things where you know I'm blessed to have you know built enough of a of a solid like fan base of followers that you know supported me over the years and the tours and stuff like that and that's a blessing. But it's it's sometimes it's one of those things where you know, you release so much stuff consistently and, you know, they, they support it and, you know, they support it and stuff, but sometimes, you know, they don't, maybe people don't have enough time to really like ingest it as much as they would now that they can't really leave and go nowhere. Yeah. So now, now I just said, I'm going to just sit back Well, I worked on my album that we just released, of course, but I, I was just like, I'm going to just, you know, make sure I'm where I want to be, like, mentally, spiritually balanced. I'm going to, you know, I was already going outside and enjoying nature, but I'm going to do it more. You know, I'm going to do make sure, you know what I'm saying, I'm doing what I need to do to make sure I'm right. So when I get back to where I need to be, I'll be even more of a rare form. So I was like, as far as music, I'm going to be working on some stuff, but they ain't going to see me as much. You know, I'm already, they already don't see me enough anyway on social media, but now it's like, you really not going to really see me. And so, you know, people was reaching out like, yo, what's going on? Where you at? And stuff like that. And I just didn't really say nothing. I just kind of just like, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'll get back to them when I get time. But I was like, I'm going to let them kind of have that that time to really reflect on themselves. And far as like the people that, that listen to the music, I think now they have more of a time to actually appreciate it more as far as what was actually in the music. Like they get caught up in like, oh, man, that's a dope beat. That's a dope song and this and that. But then now the responses are different. Like, yo, I went back to this album and I caught this and I caught this and I got this message and this meaning. So I was just like, I'm going to just kind of sit back and I'm going I'm to do what I got to do on the outside. And I'll work on some stuff before as like publicly. I'm going to just kind of fall back and just let them kind of just like, sometimes you just got to step back, you know, yeah. and just like, yo, I'm going to just, I'm going to just let nature take its course. And, and that's what happened with me musically. And it's actually was my most, you know, productive like two years in music actually wow. as in far as like the the music that i end up creating during it but also like the reception from the actual fam that that support the music because like i said they was going back on tons of projects now that they already had it was like yo i've been re-listening re to this especially during this time i really needed this message and stuff and now i started to see that and the streams went up even crazier during that time because people at the house they already were at the house before right. but now they really at the house so you get really so they just like yo all I've been doing is listening to your music and stuff and like man I appreciated it even more and that's a blessing so that's you know that's that's kind of like what happened for me and that's you know indeed you know with one with touring being one of the you know main ways that a lot of artists get paid um 
I was just curious to know, like, with that kind of being put on a halt, and I know that artists have had some tours throughout the year, but it seems like tours happen and then they get shut down, you know, a number of times throughout the year. Like, how have you all been able to replace, I guess, the, you know, what you guys would have gotten from the tours with other aspects of your um, music promotion? Anyone could go. You know, because like... Yeah, yeah. producer to sell, to sell beats. Sell the beats, right? <laughs> it's yeah. kind of easy for a producer, you know, yeah. why he's saying that, but... Yeah. Like, how is, like, the, 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 like, I know a lot of people have done, like, virtual touring, right? Like, so, you know, or, like, virtual performances. Sky, I know you yeah. did one the other day. Um, mm-hmm. So how does that work? Like, does that, has that, um you know, proven to be successful for you, even on a financial level, kind of helping? I know it's not going to replace what you would get as, a you know, physically touring and going internationally, but has that been somewhat of a help? Yeah, yeah, it actually happened. And I ain't done, I ain't did two, I did probably during the time I maybe did two and um, maybe three. It was going to be more, but I was just like, I'm not trying to do too much of those because, um, you know, I was, I, I was like, I don't want to like have them, you know, get too accustomed to that. Whereas like even when it's time to like get out and get moving, people are so, you know, so frightened the whole, it's like, I ain't never going outside. So, I, I, you know, I did like a, few and it you know monetarily definitely was was dope but i i just kind of held on more until like when we can get back to performing but though you know doing stuff like that yeah the the lot the um online stuff you know it does it you know it does what it does and people do enjoy it i just you know i miss that connection though i need that that energy i need to see your face i need to feel that energy you know and you know that's that's something that you can't really replace online and stuff as much as they try to so you know there's you know, we still yes. human beings and we have to connect. Yes. So that's that's something, you know, I, I you know, it's it's a blessing to be able to do that. But, you know, I, I miss live performances, you know, I'm ready to get back to that. But it, it was something that definitely, you know, it's a blessing that they were able to do that during this time, you know. And I know a lot of people that do, they they was doing them every week. But it, over, over time, it's, you know, it's going to start to saturate itself, you know, and people's like, oh, yeah, I could just catch this next one. And then they go keep saying that over time. Ah, nah, I catch the next one. Nah, I catch the next one. Before you know it, it was popping at first, and then it started to fizzle out. You know, so yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's. I'm just curious about that. You know, um, also myself going into the artist, you know, world myself. Just you know, learning from from uh, you know fellow artists on, on how how it's been working out for them. You know, but um, I, I guess. I want to ask this question before we uh, close out the show. And I want to thank you all again for being here. Um, it's we're getting ready to close out 2021 in literally what? Three days where we were Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, so I, I, I want to take some time to, you know, reflect and, and ask you guys how you felt 2021 has treated you you know musically like what has been the biggest thing you've learned in 2021 and your greatest achievement in 2021 musically now it doesn't necessarily have to be an album that you released right it could be something that you did musically but uh if you could just think about that like you know what's the what's the best thing you learned as an artist in 2021 and also, what's your greatest music achievement in 2021? 
Y'all want me to go first? <laughs> Not that I'm an artist or something like that. Um, all right, so I'll start off. I'll set it off. You know, the the biggest thing I learned in 2021 is um, just make it happen, you know? Like, self-sufficiency was a big motivator for me this year. You know, I actually... If I had to say how I was able to accomplish a lot this year was doing a lot with a little. You know, I did a lot with very little. And when I look back, I really just took advantage of what technology provided and the resources I had to be able to do what I did from putting out, the, you know, a hundredth, you know, getting to a hundredth episode to putting out my first album and also putting out a book. I did a lot with a little and everything was released digitally. So in 2022, I'll have like the physical copies of these things, but I, I really did a lot with a little. And, um, I, I think, um, being able to really go from having it on my mind to actualize it and, and utilize the little I had um, I would say that's the greatest, that's like the best thing I learned, how to, how to do a lot with a little and really make it happen. Not just say it, but do it. And, um, I, man, as far as my greatest achievement, I can't say I have more than, I, I, I can't say it's just one, right? <laughs> um, I got to cheat a little with that one. So I, I'll let y'all go with more than one achievement because it's really hard for me to say one. But of course I would say, First is definitely putting out this album, my debut album, and also the book. And then third would be um, getting to the 100th episode. So, yeah. So that's that's how I set it off. <laughs> that's, that's my dope. response. I guess I guess I would say my, one of the major things I, I got over, I think, this, or things I learned this year, I, I finally learned to overcome imposter syndrome as far as, like, questioning things and because i had an interesting episode with our album the vibe out right because i always had this thought well i'm doing it on my own to probably have a, a, a wink wink professional master the final and in in nighttime i tell you you know that was a disaster <laughs> so i ended up doing it myself and realized that it's probably the the best mix and stuff i've ever done it's like so i almost kind of it almost validated me fine. Like it, what the so-called professional didn't do what I expected. I was disappointed. I always thought, you know, it's a cut below. I need to let them do it because mine's not good enough. And so it's weird to actually think my own work was superior because I, I would never think like that. And I'm not trying to be, you know, egotistical or nothing. I always kind of questioned it and had doubts. Well, you know, maybe I should do something else. And so it was really that, I mean, that, that was a, a major achievement. I think I finally believed in my work behind the boards and I, you know, I'd probably, you know, continue doing that. And then the second thing I'd say is I think, you know, a great achievement this year was the vibe out. I, th I think, I think it's a magnum opus of, of all the work I've done all these years producing. I think, I mean, I think it's some of my best work, you know, and of course I'm my own worst quit critic, but <laughs> it's like, that really came together. I mean, you know, and, and props to nighttime, you did this thing on there, but I was like, I, 
I I didn't see it coming actually. Is and I'm sure the other artists maybe can say that sometimes you don't see it coming. It's like yeah. this shit is good, man. <laughs> it's like, it's like, wow, this sounds good. Like, cause I'm I'm always the doubting Thomas. I mean, your nighttime will tell you. I'm always I don't know. I don't say let's do it again, do another version, blah, 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 blah. So I think it finally all came together this year. And and then I, I guess another thing I learned too was that um I learned to to um just appreciate the ability to make music and and how you know therapeutic it is, man. I mean, I I, I think I guess I realized the magnitude of the platform, even as an independent person, that it, it's a blessing to have a platform and have people listening to you. It, you know, I mean, because think about how it, most people in the world want to be recognized and want to be heard and, and and just want some form of recognition or validation of who they are and and acknowledgement. And so I think we're blessed, you know, to have that from our core fans, that they're people that actually appreciate what we do. And I really, with all the pandemic and all stuff going on, I, I really appreciated that these people from as far as like, like Russia <laughs> buying our album. I mean, it's just, you know, it, it really, really appreciate how far your reach can go, even at, at an independent level. And that your music affecting people and, and i'm honored by it you know it's very humbling to have that opportunity so i think that that would be my answer indeed man that's awesome man that's awesome go check out the vibe out man that's out right now man by big stacks and nighttime anyone else yes sir go? um I'll, I'll just go and i'll make it quick um I, you said the best thing i've learned um right and, and your yeah, greatest I, music achievement as well this year yeah so i said the best thing i've learned um you know really with, you know, the whole pandemic kind of starting up and us kind of right in the, in the midst of this project was just really patience, man, and, and tapping into myself mentally and just kind of going places and mentally and just learning more about, you know, really about myself and, and, and resilience and then, you know, putting that into the music. And I think, um, you know, when you listen to the album, I think you can kind of tell that there's a lot of different topics, um, you know, that kind of reflect that downtime of just, you know, you know, being at home, you know, being with your family, um, you know, having that um, that isolation time where you're just really, you know, you're reading books and you're looking at things and, um, you know, you just learn a lot about yourself, you know, through that process. So I think from a musical standpoint, I just really learned a lot about, you know, myself and kind of resilience and putting that into the music. Um, and then, I, you know, obviously for me, I'll say the, you know, biggest musical achievement, obviously, that came out of that, you know, uh, you know, from that was, you know, making that project with big stacks. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. I mean, we talked to each other probably every single day, going back and forth, and um, you know, with different types of ideas. And you know, stacks is is super anal, but he's but he's super passionate. Um, you know about you know about music and, and and making sure that you know we get the best out of that project. And he pushes me, and I try to push him as well. Um, and then I'll say, lastly, just being able to connect with great people, man. You know, people like yourself and, you know, other people that I've had an opportunity to meet musically, you know, Joy Owens and, uh, you know, people like that and, you know, people who were on the project. Uh, it was just an honor, you know, to to come in contact with those individuals and, you know, they were able to kind of push us and take, you know, take our project to the next level and it gave me an opportunity to learn a lot about them as well in terms of what they're doing musically and just as people. Nice, man. Well said. Well, Poetic, you want to go next? Um, yeah, man, I'll piggyback off of that, man. Just as an MC, I found it 
It was good. I took a few months, but I just didn't write anything, which I rarely do. Normally, I'm just always writing. I'm just like a machine, you know? And I just took a few months to just kind of figure out myself and just chill, relax, live life a bit. You know what I mean? I mean, you got to live life in order to have something to write about. You know what I mean? So um, I took that time. And when I came back to the music, I found that I appreciated the space that was left there for each instrument, as well as your vocals, which are an instrument also, and just learning how to play with that which creates different styles. That was um, that was a big thing for me. And, you know, biggest achievement was, I think every album is an achievement and every album, the next album is always a bigger achievement. So the last one that Damo and I did together, um, you know, we found different ways of working together after working together for, what, you know, 20 years or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, we just found different ways of working together and making it still, you know, create something beautiful. So that was that was the next biggest achievement. And I just I look forward to doing more of that in the coming year. Dope, dope. Damn dog. Damu, you wanna go next? You still muted. <laughs> I'm a, I'm actually a little uh I guess for lack of a better word, dumbfounded on uh on what on what to say. I mean everybody I, I pretty much feel the same way, just like of uh you know, a mix of every what everyone has shared thus far. Uh-huh. You know, I'm very very appreciative. Um I've definitely I guess I guess what I can say that I learned is um I guess I guess more so or maybe relearned, I guess, is just kind of embracing my freedom. You know, uh, as as an independent artist or just as a creator, you know, um, right. sometimes you get like when you've been doing or yeah, when when you've kind of been in the flow of business and supporting a, a, a business structure, you um, you know, you get into the rhythm of okay, what maintains or sustains the voice of this business, and uh, sometimes you that kind of informs how you go about creating, um. And then I real I guess stepping away from that, you realize, okay, well, you're not, you know, you're creating this thing that supports this idea, but that's not that may not be exactly how you feel every day, or right. oh let or hey, I, I, I could make these things or I could go in this direction, but it doesn't really support this idea, you know, of business, um, or this idea of who I am to others. You know, so being able to, I guess, fully embrace my freedom and say, ah, you know, hey, if I want to, you know, use some 808s or, you know, or I don't, or I want to just not make music or I want to, you know, bring in a live band or, you know, bring in a banjo, whatever it is. It's like I'm, I guess, fully embracing that freedom of saying, hey, everything, including the kitchen sink is fine and and I'm going to be proud enough to put this in front of uh my audience you know in as as people that are aware of what i do and then also uh people that don't know you know what i what i do and then i guess yeah my uh greatest accomplishment this year is just you know being able to you know collaborate with raw poetic and and also uh you know the work that we've done to be our goals that we've been working toward for the past couple years uh you know they're coming to fruition um and just you know the patience and so forth and then uh and then also just the fact that i'm I, i'm still passionate about what it is we do you know through all the ups and downs so i'm i'm thankful beautiful man beautiful thank you for that brother man and i'm thankful for your, your all of your contributions man like 
you know, you all put the effort in year after year. You know, I feel like I could probably speak for everyone on this platform as, as far as artists. Like, you guys have been putting out music consistently year after year. And I, I know it's my first time learning about you, uh, Nighttime and Big Stacks, this year. But I, I'm, I'm, I, I could only imagine what y'all got coming next. So I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Sky, did you go yet? Did you, did you talk about your, your achievement this year? Oh, nah, nah, nah. Hey, your, your turn. I was going to go to the join, next question. I was just joining them, just taking it all in, man. Yeah, go congrats ahead, man. To all, congrats to all you guys on your successes and everything as well, by the way. So. Indeed, but, indeed. Um, Thanks. I think I, what I learned more is just to kind of just like, don't, don't, um, don't lose sight of like trust your instinct man trust like what your original plan was and I, you know like you know my music is like different you know it's hip-hop of course but i'm saying like i take a different approach of how you know i put stuff together and concepts and stuff you know it's real animated and you know i'll talk about video games or cartoons or some stuff like that and you know i built up a like a, a you know a, a loyal like support base over the years and that's a blessing but it's sometimes you know you know, you thankful for what you have gotten in the process and stuff. But then, you know, sometimes, you know, it could be more like you're not asking to be a superstar. I'm not asking to be a superstar, but I know it can be a little more. And I know, you know, you just got to jump through so many hurdles to get it. But it these two last years, it, it taught me to, like, just trust what you're, you know, you you set and you put this together. You know what you wanted your image to be. You know you how you wanted your message come across, how you want, you know, you to create your music. And you might not get that instant like gratification of it, like that instant, you know, like reception, but over time you will. And like I said, I got the biggest reception of my music last year and the year before. Like when everything locked down and you know the world went into, you know, the panic and everything like that. It was just like, you know, my people were going back to my music and, and new people were too. And you know, they were just looking at it with a different eye this time. It it wasn't just like, yo, I love the beats, I love your flows, your sound. It was like yo, this song affected me this way. And I was like, okay, okay, there we go. This is what I want to do it for. I, I really want, you know, it's like, I, I do want you to appreciate it. And, you know, you, you know, everybody's supporting their own way. So even when they say dope song, that's, you know, they really do mean it. But, you know, as an artist, sometimes you want them to kind of like, you know, like put a magnifying glass to it sometimes and be like, yo, this little thing you did here, you know, and they started doing that more over the last year. And so that's why I'm saying like, it, it taught me to just like just wait it out because you know what you put you know how you put your stuff together you know what you wanted to do and over time it's going to do it sometimes it just takes time as you know they say patience is a virtue and you know it is but you know sometimes you know you it can hurt you in the process of waiting you know but it's you know you're going to get there you just got to hold on and um yeah i think that's what i learned the most is just trust your instinct you know what your dream is it's going you're going to get it you know it may not be instantly, but like little by little, you're going to get there. So you just got to stay true to what you believe in, who you are as an artist, and just trust that it's going to get there, you know? Definitely. And I, that's what I learned. And what would you say is your your best music achievement this year? Um, I would have to say, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big nerd and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I got, in, I, you know, I anime and all that stuff like that uh I've, i got to make some music for anime for funimation but also that was that was years ago i'm just saying like that that's something that one of my you know things on checklist was like to make music for like video games and last year was the first 
time I got to do that on like a big scale for like a big skateboarding game and stuff. And there's some more stuff coming too. And that's a blessing because there's certain things that I just like, I have like a goal list. So like, yo, I want to do music for anime. I want to do music for video games, for cartoons and stuff. And I got to do that for that and a movie soundtrack. So that was just like a, that was sort of like big accomplishments for me as an artist because that was something I really wanted to do, you know, and that was steps towards doing more. So I would say that. And the new album I just released too is doing really well, like really quick. So I'm like, oh, wow, that's the first time I've seen such uh that such that kind of response instantly, you know. Yeah. And you know, thanks they see you guys so out the box, you know, because that that interview as well that was shining a little more light on the album. Yeah. And people was like looking at it differently too because of that interview. So thank you for the light on that too. No doubt, man. No doubt. Thank you, man. So Mark, do you want to share? I know like you might might not be an artist on the panel, but what if you had to share what you learned, if you had to look back of what like one thing that you learned this year. Um, that was kind of like a takeaway for you that was beneficial for you. Oh, you wrong, man. I got an album hey. coming out, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you got an album yeah. coming out? <laughs> Serious, bro. Serious. Nah, I'm That's what's up. Um, <laughs> nah, I'm, you know, I'm not a creative. I'm not an artist. I'm a consumer. I'm a, um enthusiast. You're more than a consumer, um, brother. You know, you got, you got, yeah, you know, changes. I just, I just love it. I just, it's just, you know, it's, it's just been part of my life. You know, the culture has been part of my life. You can't take, you can't separate it from who you are as a person individually. And um, yeah, man, I just applaud y'all brother, brothers and sisters out here who are making music. I mean, t- t- it's, it's been a tough two years, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, there's been, you know, financial strains, um, you know, psychological strains it's been social unrest and all this stuff and just it's one of those things where you know it's just it's been a litmus test in terms of you know the dedication of the artist through all all these you know these stressors these um you know variables that come into play um and for y'all to be you know steadfast and just really follow your spirit uh follow your passion and just your 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 talents um, to guide you through this has been a real testament. I mean, it's been a real, it's, it's just, just a, a powerful, powerful testament, you know, in terms of, you know, that, that y'all, y'all all made for this. And, um, you know, it's, it's, there's no other way. It's the truth for you. It's the truth. Um, and just knowing that, you know, this form of expression is something that just, we can all benefit from um, in all times of, you know, we're all going through the same things through the, the pandemic and through, you know, um, economic, you know, downturns and what have you. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, there's times like these that really just sort of let you know who you really are. Um, so I thank you all for just, you know, keeping us, keeping us satisfied, um, keeping the fans, you know, uplifted and full. Um, and, um, just, I thank y'all for, you know, for that, because it just, you know, a person like me, you know, I, I don't have to listen to music, but I do. It gets me through my day. It just gets me, you know, it, it just it's just a part of my life. Um, so just that the fact that y'all just creating that and just giving life to every, you know, the common man out there. Um, and I know it's not easy. Y'all go through sacrifices. Y'all, you know, um, y'all taking risks. Um, y'all putting stuff out. Sometimes you you don't think is going to be commercially successful, but you just you following your just what you what you know, what your, your intuition and what your spirit tells you to do. Um, and it's not for any commercial gains. Um, it's just, it's, it's really just to, to get out what, what, what you have to get out um, and, and share with the people. So I thank y'all for continue, continue to do that. So 
shout out to all y'all. Absolutely. Thank, thank you for that, man. And I want to shout out to brother Brandon Isaac, who was here earlier today. He had to he had to jump out. Uh, but I, I want to thank that brother as well, man. Uh, I did an interview with him and, and a, a producer by the name. Um, oh, my goodness. Why is his name escaping me? Oh, my goodness. Ah, man, this, 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 I'm, I'm going to remember it. But I did an interview with him. And, oh, Fremont. Make sure I put that out there. So, yeah, it was uh, Brandon Isaac and Fremont. I did an interview with them earlier this year. And those brothers were gracious enough, gracious enough to put me on that album. Like, the, you know, you when you hear the first track on the album, you hear me kind of introducing them, which is a clip from the interview. So I have so much gratitude and thanks for both of them for um, for doing that, man. This has been just an amazing year. Like I said earlier in the interview, like, I mean, in this show, like, it's been a struggle year. Like, it hasn't been easy by any standards. But when I look at what uh, I was able to achieve and just the cool connections and relationships I've had with a lot of these artists like yourself... I, I really feel um blessed, you know. Um, so thank you all so much for being here. Uh, before we close out, I'm gonna give y'all that another opportunity to just plug other things that y'all have coming up. Um, I mean, 2022 is right around the corner, so let the folks know what else is right around the corner for y'all. Even if it's not in January, but what is immediately next for you all that you want people to check for? Or even if it's just, you know, people going back and listening and checking for the record that came out this year, put it out there for the people, man. You want to go first, uh, Raw Poetic, being that you up top? Word, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, January, first single from the next album, Laminated Skies, drops. It's called Sunny Water. And then Laminated Skies comes out in March of next year. It's a raw poetic album, you know, uh, when Brother Damu on it and all the players from Ocean Bridges are playing instruments and stuff. It's uh, it's going to be a good experience, man. So, yeah, come check it out. Go ahead, Nighttime. Thanks for that, Rupert. Yeah, man, uh, definitely. Uh, still, I want people to go check out that Vibe Out album. Um, I actually, want I want my man Mark to check it out, too. Uh, I'd be uh, definitely interested to, to hear his intellectual perspective on that album. Um, but also as far as uh, new projects, I, I got something I'm working with, uh, working on with my man Kane out of Brooklyn. Um, so look for that um, sometime early, early on in the year. So uh, 2022. Cool, cool. How early are we saying? January, February, March? Uh, I'll probably say maybe, maybe later part of February, early March, somewhere okay. around there. Dope, dope. So we're going to look for that. Go ahead, Sky. Mute your, unmute yourself. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, um I think um I'm gonna just stick to the album I just released for right now, which is uh Keys of Light, me um uh, Sky Blue and uh produced by my bro Navo the Maestro. That's out right now if you guys wanna check it out. And um yeah, that's that's yeah. So we got that, we got a video uh one video out and two more about to be out soon. And then um I'll say, yeah, just stay tuned. I'll say that, yeah, yeah. I'll stay tuned. And Keys of Light, man, very uplifting record. There's there's a concept to it as well. So if you listen to it, you know definitely you'll be in for some layers of um some some Appreciate some concepts it. on there. So it's not it, it but the beautiful thing about that record is that it hits you right away. Like it, it's the upbeat vibe hits you right away. Uh, and as you continue to listen, it, you know you you learn so much more. 
you know, in terms of the concepts. So shout out to you, Sky, with that album. Thank you, family. Indeed. Big Stacks. Of course, I'll say go get the Vibe Out album. Of course. It's out there on Bandcamp and other streaming platforms. Um, what am I doing? I'm working on follow up to my solo project. Uh, I don't know when it's coming out. I got a, you know, a lot, got a lot of other stuff going on. So it's been kind of held up. Um, got some feature work out there with what's his, uh, why it just links, uh, 196.9, 196.6, excuse me. Uh, some other feature MC and stuff coming out. Um, got some, you know, some potential production placements coming out. I won't, I won't say who, but it'll be surprising. It's, it's, it's not actually in hip hop. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. But uh so just just a lot of stuff going on. I mean, um some 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 you know verses here and there. So there's a lot coming out. Um you stay tuned in twenty twenty two. Wonderful, wonderful. Go ahead, Damu. Uh well thank you, Krill, for having us. Uh it's been an, another great experience. Thanks to everybody in the comments. Uh especially uh Kelvin Smith. I see your comment. What up? I'm glad you dig how it should sound. Thank you. Um, yeah, my album conversation piece is out now and, uh, yeah, there'll be a lot of new music coming out in 2022, starting with raw poetic solo album, laminated skies. Dope, dope. That's it. That's it. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 I thought you, I thought you might've stalled for a second. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yo, listen, man, thank y'all for that, man. And, and like I said, man, much much gratitude for all of you being here man it means a lot to me to say that look i i got a chance to celebrate my 100th episode with some of my some of the artists that i got a chance to interview this year man and thank you to all of the artists that have been on the platform you guys man it, it, it's it's so many names and i actually did something really cool as i close out the um this show today i'm going to actually uh show a uh, a visual i put a i put together a powerpoint of all of the artists that i've interviewed from episode i want to say episode two because that was like the first artist we interviewed um all the way to 99 so you know as i close out um i'll put the powerpoint and you'll see the slides of all of the artists man but um thank y'all for being here i wish y'all continued success in your career you know i'm gonna be championing y'all from the sidelines and uh, hopefully next year we could uh, we could get some things going, you know, and, and really expand out the box talks and just the platform in general, man. Like you all really represent what I love about hip hop. So continue to do, you know, the, the work that you guys do and putting out great music and, you know, thought and creativity into your art. All right. <laughs> so with that said, man, Mark, you got any things you want to say before we close out, brother? Nah, I'm, I'm gonna definitely check out the Vibe Out album, um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I got, I got a. I, this is probably the first, the first episode I'm gonna listen back to, and um, so I can just kind of get my list right. So, cause we got the, we got the, the 2021 list coming out, so it's only right I, I'll go back and listen to these projects and and get it right. So, the, thank y'all, brothers, and number 100 in the can. Indeed, man. Indeed, man. <laughs> So thank y'all again, man. Like I said, man. Yeah, Put that applause yeah, up, man. man.
Yeah, man. Thank y'all, man. I'm looking forward to so much more in this new year, man. And you know, I, I, you know, what, what is it? This we got what three more days before 2022. The next three days, I'm gonna be reflecting, really, really, and um, really even looking back at this episode, you know, because I have to say that this is this was this was new to me, right? I was a little nervous doing this show tonight. I'm gonna be honest with y'all, because I was like, I, I've never done this before, like, you know, a celebratory episode with you know all of these guests. I've never done that, so I think we did a good job and and we pulled it off. Thank you for you guys being here. And I'm going to close out with this, this video, man. So um, thank y'all again. And I will see y'all in 2022. And may y'all enjoy the rest of the days before we hit 2022. And again, much success to all of you all. All right? So I'm going to throw up this music. And you guys can just, you know, jump off the stream whenever you, you're ready to. Or you can hang with me if you want. Uh, let's get this music on. Don't mind. Applause.